Well, welcome to the All-Star Comic uh, Podcast, broadcasting from Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote. And I'm Roger May. My name is Matt Lubick. And I'm Johnny Morales. And we are going to be reviewing a couple of comics here today. And the first one up on our list is Civil War 2, number 4. I'm just going to open the floor up. What did you guys think right off the bat? Uh, well, first, uh, it, written by uh, Brian Michael Bendis, um, typical Bendis, I, I thought that it was a very talkative issue. Very, very talkative, right off the bat. Yeah, and there's a lot of I, dialogue. Yeah, I actually had to thing. force myself to, you know, read it uh, uh, just so I can, you know, talk about it. it. It's just, I felt like nothing really, really happened because there's just so much dialogue and... Uh, I don't know what you. What did you guys think? The the one redeeming quality for me was I was unfamiliar with the artist who's Marquez on this, and it's a treat for the eyes, in my opinion. That's the redeeming quality out of this single issue was I I really enjoyed the art, and that would be my my one solace in having to buy this book would be to support this guy because yeah, he's really he's, he's really good. He's, he's the best at Marvel right now. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah, say. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, his mm-hmm. his layouts are fantastic. His 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 art, it's just beautiful to look yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the only reason why I I really enjoy this book is because of uh, Marquez's art, and especially um, with uh, Justin Ponser's colors, they really complement the the artist as well. Again, Justin is the best colorist at Marvel right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I say, you know, one of the points that I wanted to to bring in here is that that you know on on this particular panel, Jonathan and I are are current on the whole series we've read all the issues all the you know the free combo day um johnny and matt you know can you know started in on this issue so we have two different perspectives one from the single issue one from uh the the full story and and they, i told each of them ahead of time that they really hadn't missed anything going into it because half half of issue four pretty much explains everything that went on in issue number one and the the and and two and three and the, and the problem for me reading this book was it and the series it's so slow yeah mm-hmm. it's I mean, so slow. this it's issue is slow it's awesome looking but i mean the, the tough thing is is it feels like this should have been the starting point because it, at the very end of this is when it actually looks like the civil right. war has started so you're getting like a, a lot a lot of setup for what might not be a good uh finale yeah um one i like to think it's funny because i've talked about bendis before and i like him a lot but he's kind of like on one end of the spectrum and i actually think hickman is at the other end where bendis's characters describe what is happening in the book through the dialogue where hickman's characters talk dialogue as in how the character would react in real life like Bendis like oh like oh my god the sky's turning gold or whatever but then uh, Hickman's character would just be like whoa that's weird yeah and so it's like it's 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 very interesting that's why you get a lot of dialogue because he's telling you the story of what's actually happening and what the characters are saying at the same time yeah so I don't know it's good and bad (laughs) the one thing like I'm gonna try not to rail on Marvel too bad because like we would be here for hours on Um, the one thing I did like out of this also is the fact that they decided not to split. Tony and Cap this yes. time around. Mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy yeah. kind of Tony explaining the algorithm thing and whatnot and Cap kind of being like, okay, yeah. you right. know, I'm, I'm with you on this. The thing I don't like is I don't like how Bendis writes Carol. Thank you. Right. I think that, it's, I, 
she she just feels Completely more and more like a villain mm-hmm. through this series than than somebody that's on the opposite side of a moral line. She almost seems like she's trying to bully Tony to being on her side than just having her own opinion. Yeah. So uh, it's like forced. Do you think that's the, the, the military training in her coming through? No, because in Kelly Sue run, she wasn't that tough. No, right. right. yeah, yeah, Kelly Sue's run is awesome. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, look, I, I, I don't like how they're writing Carol too, and I, I don't get it because she's got a movie coming out mm-hmm. in two or three years that Which they've already just cast, they, they cast. Perfect casting, and yeah, hundred percent. And it's like, what are you doing to this character? Yeah. Where, yeah. where are you? You know, what road are you taking? Yeah, where her do you down? want her to be in a couple? You know. Months yeah. When you start talking all this stuff, right? It, it, it's completely out of out of character, and it, it just makes me sad because I did love uh, uh, Kelly Sue uh, DeConnick's um, run, and it, it just—it's it, not her. It—it—it's it, never been her. Even with her military training, it, yeah. she is not like this. You know, yeah. she's so, she's. Uh, it's, it feels happy. pandering to for the sake of having a civil war, and we need a conflict, and right. that's what I feel like Bendis is doing with it. So mm-hmm. the other thing that I didn't quite get—did you have something that you were going to throw in there? No, go ahead. Oh. The other thing that I didn't quite get is why, at the very end, spoiler alert, the Guardians of the Galaxy come to... That was so forced, because that's his book. Yeah. Right. It's more, like, kind of self-promoting, like, go read Guardians of the Galaxy. Miles had the big splash page in the middle. That's his book again. (laughs) That's like, come on. That's a good catch, yeah. Yeah. They're all the splash pages are for Bendis' other books. Yeah. But I just, I don't feel that there's enough uh, of a history there with Carol and the Guardians for them to all of a sudden come she, into her aid to back up. I this read squabble. that run. She was in like three issues of the the Marvel Now run. Mm-hmm. They're not friends. She kind of right. knew them. That's yeah. about it. So that mm-hmm. was another thing that I thought was yeah. just kind of mm-hmm. dumb. Uh, like Matt said, uh, the the double page spread with uh, Miles is completely unnecessary. <laughs> it's just showing off like, oh, Brian Michael Bendis is also writing Miles Morales Spider Man. And I mean, that book's really good, though. I, I love the double page spread <laughs> yeah. because, again, Marquez, uh, yeah. amazing artist. Um, although the background is a little lacking, uh, but I did I did spend a few minutes just on this double page spread because it it, yeah. it is amazing. So then, overall, how many stars? Yeah, three. Because art, art, art carried the book all the way. For not reading any of the other issues, the art carried that issue. Roger. Yeah, well, I'd give it two and a half stars. And I, would, I would probably give the art like four and a half. So, Bendis, sorry, dude. I, I agree. I think I'm going to do the same score because, once again, if, if it was based solely on art, it'd, it'd be four and a half, five. Because, yeah. like I said, it was just shocking because of how uh, new it was. To me. I'm not, not familiar with that. Right, yeah. I, w- I would give this a, a three, uh, like, like everybody said, just because yeah. of the art. Because I, I could... If I just look at the art like this, I, I can enjoy this this issue yeah. very much. Yeah. It, it's it's not it's not too horrible. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, next up we have East of West number twenty eight by Hickman and Dragoda. Um, this is a tough book to review just <laughs> as a single issue without knowing a heck of it because I've been following the series since it started. Same. Um, and I really enjoy it. If somebody hasn't read anything, this issue is going to just a whole lot of WTF. Yeah, it's like, what is going on? I almost think it's the WTF if you have read the whole series. (laughs) Because I I haven't read the last two, but I've been catching up with the trades. I'm still like, okay, 
It sure. It's I'll a, take yeah. it. It's a great, <laughs> co- like complex story. Yeah. I love. I love Hickman's world building. I like you said earlier, his yeah. dialogue feels natural. Yeah. Characters would speak this way yeah. and react that way to certain mm. things. But man, um, I enjoyed the issue. Let me start off with that. I enjoyed the issue because I, I love. I'm a Hickman fanboy. I I really like Dragota's art. Um, all of it does it for me but this is a weird issue yeah. after the barn burner of the last issue yeah which I didn't read there, there's, <laughs> there's really there's really one thing that I really wanted to say about this issue more than anything else and that's that uh, you know I love Jonathan Hemmings writing he does he does you know novel characters like nobody else I've seen but he creates this tracker this bounty hunter in this issue that is kind of a ghost in the machine mm-hmm. and you have yeah. uh that was and at one point he kills one of the other trackers but you have like this person stuck in this machine and there's this one point where the the tracker is like, like you know, they're talking about what they're going to do and he's like agreed and then there's this little voice it's like what why would i agree to that <laughs> why am i here and, yeah and he's uh, always made he's like i remember i remember my family i remember my son he used to you know play on the swings that's it's very interesting and it would interject here and there so i mean this it was always between like, the wanted, main dialogue yeah He'd, the, he would say yeah. something like we've got like his mission right related, and then all of a sudden there'd be smaller print right after beneath yeah. it that would be that <laughs> and it's like, right and it's like this tracker character is just ignoring him just yeah, I'm, completely it's like it's, he's completely it, irrelevant it's kind of uh, unsettling because it, it <laughs> yeah. feels like someone's yeah. just trapped and they're looking at what the horrible things that he's he's doing and right. it, it, it was very disturbing I, to me. I was left ultimately I was left I, I want Hickman to write a story about this yeah. character about yeah. what exactly. yeah. how yes. he how he hooked be. up with all the other mercenaries and hunters you know and this is you know this this series is 28 issues in now uh, for for any of you that have come into the shop, you know that this is you know consistently my favorite book, mm-hmm. and you'll you've heard more than once probably me describe it as an alternate reality future sci-fi western <laughs> romance with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yep. Yes, great. So that's what you're you know if you decide to pick up this book, that's what you're getting into. And Dude, you uh, had that like oh you, you said yeah. so many times said it a thousand times <laughs> in five years yeah. You know? yeah. But uh, I I agree that character makes me want to know more about what's going on with this group because I was yeah. that those little subtext to everything he would he would say I'm like there's something more going on with this he's been he, Hickman has put some time developing this before he's even showed up yeah I mean, yeah, yeah he's, so, he's a world builder yeah he, he <laughs> when you think about with all, all books. Yeah. all of the characters <laughs> that have come into play in this book and there's dozens and dozens there's yeah. very few arbitrary ones and yeah and, and <laughs> they're all interesting 28 yeah. issues in you have these guys show up and I mean it's really strong characters yeah. but they also showed up when they needed to yeah, yeah. that's the other thing yeah, yeah. Uh, good timing I mean I'm only 8 issues in so I'm way, way behind but spoiler actually, alert um, <laughs> right <laughs> spoiler alert but no I actually understood this issue quite uh, easily because you know I knew some of the main characters death yeah. Yeah. yeah, the initial yeah. plot with death and yeah. now and what and was Babylon. Going on with them. You know, right. he's trying to find his son. Yeah, the th- yeah. one thing that I will note is we're getting, I think, issue twenty-five or excuse me, uh, thirty. Yeah, is going to be the conclusion of the second year of the apocalypse. Right, and this is number oh, twenty-eight. Okay. So, so that's why we close. had all that major stuff happen in yeah. the last issue, and now we've got kind of this somewhat of an interlude into what appears to be is going to be some major stuff in issue twenty-nine. Picked, uh, uh, it's a yes, bookend. Uh, 
to yeah. this uh, yeah. right. saga I like um, how uh, Babylon, re- Babylon uh, recommends child um, farms to produce uh, proper <laughs> thinking humans. <laughs> right, like right. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, honestly, that was so cool. This, uh, since we were talking about uh, Hickman with uh, his characters being so, uh, you know, developed, yeah. uh, I, I would actually read a Babylon and yeah. Balloon book. Just, I you think know, their adventures. I think it's super interesting how Balloon is still twisting his perspective right, and yeah. like how feeding him he never so sees what's actually really yeah, there. I'm yeah, waiting for that. Like, that's, yeah. that's gotta be something coming up where he actually has those removed yeah. and like chaos comes oh, from that. Man. Something has to happen with that. I feel so. like it's gonna turn him into like maybe what might be the strongest character in the book mm-hmm. and he just like takes over. Um <laughs> yeah. So what what would you say uh star wise? Um the art has been solid, story's been solid. I'd say it's a four. It, it's it's been a good book all the way. So yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd mm. give it a four too. Yeah. I mean I, mm. Just because I can't give every issue of the series a five, <laughs> it's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I I would I'd probably get to say four and a half just because of the weird new characters that yeah. just all of a sudden more intrigue into an already complex story. Yeah, so that's what I would say. Yeah, but uh, since I'm so behind, uh, and since you can't do it, I, I really enjoy this uh, story. But I I do have to give it a five out of five, wow. and I nice. will be reading the the next issue. Just so pretty this. pretty spot on. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Cool. All right. Well, well, just just to, just to let you know, there's an issue. I think it's issue 22. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a silent comic, oh, mostly silent. 95 so great with Mal. <laughs> that's very good. That that was absolutely a five for me. Yes. And it's only it's Mao mm-hmm. in all her. Awesomeness. Why do why does every silent issue comic is always like top notch? Yeah, like exactly. Pizza Dog and yeah. Batman. It, it lets the artist. <laughs> Yeah, just take tell, tell the story. story. Yeah. yeah, and it's a visual. It's a visual book. And yeah. the thing I loved about it when when it right before it came out, Hickman tweeted out um, something along the lines of like, "Hey guys, you know, uh, East to West number twenty two is out tomorrow, and it's totally overwritten." <laughs> right, right. And I yeah. thought that was nice hilarious because I was like, "What?" And then I read it and I realize yeah. his sense of humor. Yeah. Right well, because, because, because everything he, he wrote was subtitles for yeah. the artist. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, kind of going going along with Jonathan's comment about. You know, forcing you to, to focus on the art. You, yeah. You there's nothing to read, and so you're <laughs> studying it. You're studying the art panel to panel to figure out. You're you're actually you know getting more involved with the story that way rather yeah. than have someone lead you by the nose. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Which yeah. Is, um, it's kind of a shame that Nick Dragata uh, works digitally because I would definitely buy you know some some pages from this book. The, the art is always uh, top notch. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah. Each yeah, and every issue. Good. You can always get a print. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up is Titans number one by Dan Abnett and Brett Booth. Um, I really like this book so far. They, they've only done the Titans Rebirth uh, number one and now the official number one of the series. Uh, it's one of the few books at DC that's just solely monthly. Uh, I think mainly because... Well, there will be, I think, 15 ti- monthly titles yeah. when it's all said and done. 17 uh, bi weekly, bi monthly. Yeah. Well, bi weekly. <laughs> right now, it's I think the only twice a month. One, right? Twice a month. Right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, probably because I I couldn't imagine Booth sharing drawing no. Wally. Like his, his Wally is one of my favorite Wallies now. Um, I love I love his art. Period. But I I love yeah, the well, redesign. On the other books, yeah. they kind of pair up guys that have similar, similar art styles. styles. Yeah. But I think that with with Booth's art, I, I mean. He's very hard. You know, there there are yeah. no imitators, and it's you know it's kind of a classic style, mm-hmm. but 
it's fun. Oh my it's a God. fun style it, too. Yeah. I love I love reading his uh, or looking at his stuff. Yeah, um, Brett, you're amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't notice, we love the a lot of the artists here at uh, All Star Comic Podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I know you're more of the DC guy. I'm definitely more of the Marvel guy. But reading okay. this, I still uh, enjoyed it. Um, I just. I realize it's more of a Wally issue. There was a couple characters that I have no idea who they are. Some of they, them are obscure. Like they didn't really paper, yeah. have any dialogue. Even at Nightwing, who's like my favorite DC character, he had like two lines, yeah. I think. And but yeah. for what it was, I totally understood everything that was going on. For issue number one, the art was pretty standard. Like I was like, okay, I can dig it. I didn't hate it at all. Um, delving more into Wally's story was interesting because reading the whole uh, the what was the rebirth issue I'm like okay I want to know what's going to happen this kind of expands on that yeah, a little I think Flash and Titans and, are going to uh, be the two books that yeah. really push more of the aftermath I of hope so right because right. uh, team up with Wally and Nightwing and oh, every yeah. issue I'm, that, I'm down Dude, the, yeah. the classic <laughs> Titans Donna Troy Arsenal um Garth Omen, like I, yeah Aqualad yeah, is, that, is that Aqualad okay yeah, I was like that's Aqualad gonna, yeah. but yeah it was it was a solid first issue jumping on point yeah so uh so i was uh left a little disappointed with this issue unfortunately uh i mean i love the the art it's a very uh, good style uh unfortunately i i felt like besides uh, a few pages and the last few pages i thought this was kind of like a, a retread of what we already knew you know the wally someone uh took not him out. in the in the first four pages a little mm-hmm. um but not the entire issue for sure I right mean, well, right. they did do, and th- this is where I kind of fault DC because I don't know. I, I, I I'm going to go on a limb and say that all of the Rebirth books were were an afterthought at DC. I think that they came to the the teams, you know, after they had already started this series and right. told them to do Rebirth books because the Rebirth books themselves, the zero issues, if you will, uh, seem really, you know, by and large ad hoc. Some are better than others. The Superman mm-hmm. book is fantastic. The, the Wonder Woman book is really good. The Batman was, it was fine, but I was like, was what, the, what the heck yeah. is, you know, it, huh. it was, it was it just there Duke. to introduce Duke. Yeah, that was it. Um, that was Nightwing. This one, How was Nightwing know, compared to the, this? The Nightwing mm-hmm. issue was basically a bridge issue between Grayson and... Yeah. Okay. Um, the majority, he's not in... And the Nightwing series. He's not in his Nightwing suit until the last page. So it's, this it's is more yeah. Nightwing than... You get more Nightwing <laughs> yeah. than this than you do in the, in the Rebirth. But I'm, okay. I'm guessing that the DC that executives yeah. went back to... Um, Who's right Abnett? Abnett. 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 I love that. Abnett. And said, he's hey, good. We want yeah. to do a setup issue. Yeah. And, and he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he's got it right that he already has this story doing. So then, and this is true for all of the teams, if I'm right, uh, that they have to then go back and go, okay, well, now what do I want to do to introduce this story that I've already got mapped out? Right. Yeah. And so in, in this one, I think that that's maybe where you end up getting some of this repetitive storytelling mm-hmm. between the the rebirth zero issue yeah. um, I mean, and uh, the number one. I, I was enjoying myself. Uh, up until the, the the last page, you know, uh, with the reveal of the villain, okay. I was like, "Oh, he's like Hocus Pocus." How could I think of a, such a dumb name? And then he his name is Abracadabra. Is Abracadabra, like, oh, right? God. So, well, uh, you have to keep in mind that's a character created in 1967 when uh, comics were kind of fun and hokey, just yeah. in their own, you know. But I am way. interested to see how he's involved and tied to Wally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Uh, so, I, but I do like the 
the in you know in joke yeah. that like Hocus Pocus. That's a yeah. dumb name. Yeah, yeah. it's Abracadabra. Wayne Kuda, because Jonathan, when did you say his character was created? Sixty-seven, I believe. Nineteen sixty-seven. So kudos for yeah. you know going back. Well, yeah. actually, I don't know when the last. I, I'd be curious to find out when the last time he appeared. I'm guessing it's in the seventies. Probably because he does. He's originally a Barry Allen villain. Mm. Uh, he, he's a he's a Flash villain for sure. But yeah. then. Uh, it, this is, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he's a Barry Allen villain first, and yeah. then he goes to torment Wally, and uh, I believe it's when Wally was married to Linda Park. Mm. Wow, okay. around that around okay. that time, so probably 70s, 80s, yeah, ish. I mean, I'm I'm definitely interested in the story. I, j- I was just left a little disappointed with this particular right. issue. Cool. So, um, cool. Well, uh, solid three again. It was a good jumping on point. I, yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. I'm gonna I go it was good. four just four. because I really like. I know the art is so good. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's it. if I'm smiling, looking at all the pictures, that like, that does it for me. So yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say four. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'll be the odd man out. I'll give it a two and a half. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Right. Yeah. Well, that'll average. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's good. It's good I mean, to have different good yeah. opinions. Yeah. yeah. But that's, since I I just read puts it in about the three rebirth issue, so it's not not bad. Yeah. It it just. It just felt a little disappointing to me, but I mean, I'm definitely going to pick up the next issue, and and definitely interested where right. uh, the story is going. All right, cool. Well, probably a good point to transition to our lightning round. Um, what we're going to attempt here to do is uh, talk about something that we are interested in. We could promote another book. We can talk about anything that kind of comes up, and you know, you can talk about how much you hate. All the other Come on, books man. or whatever, um, but we're gonna we're gonna give each other a minute. So anybody right. want to jump jump in and go first? I'll go first. You go first. Okay. All right, Matt. Do this. Um, my name is Matt. I have another podcast. It's called Kill the Canon. It's a media podcast. We do movies, music, TV, comics, video games, all that stuff. Check it out. YouTube, iTunes, all that jazz. You've probably seen me around the shop around too. Um, there's cards everywhere. Um, I do free recordings too for bands. If you have any music or any audio needs, hit me up for that. Uh, we can cut a deal or something. Um, yeah. Or if you have a podcast you're trying to start, I have a bunch of microphones and a setup. So yeah, hit me up for that. Um, it's a beast. Yeah, PSN, the Hydra 5.5, Twitter, the Hydra 5.5, and that's all I got. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, we've actually had, uh, we've we've had uh, Kill the Cannon in the shop before for a couple episodes. Definitely a great show Um, to watch and uh, listen to. (laughs) And they do a good job, so. Thank you. Way to be efficient on your time. Yeah, I'm quick. (laughs) I host that show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you want to go? You want me to go? Yeah, I'll go. Well, I just kind of ramble. I'm a lot slower. So, but this is yeah, this is this is the part where I guess I, you know everybody hates me. That's all I've been hearing all day because we just we just got back from uh, Comic Con uh, this weekend. That was that was this past week, and it, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Sounds fun. Um, Teresa and I went down Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, got to sit on some pretty cool panels. The Superman panel for Rebirth was pretty cool. Uh, Help me out if I'm pronouncing this right. Gene Luen Yang. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. Yeah, he had to leave early, but he was there for a little bit. Awesome guy. Awesome yeah. guy. And I, lo- I love his book, New Superman. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's surprisingly one of the the cooler ones out of that the new sets. Yeah, I love it. Um, the other thing that we were at a J. Michael Straczynski panel found out that he is quitting comics. Oh no, oh, so that was really That's a shame. Wow, um, I did not know that. But yeah, so I got five seconds left. Get your tickets to Comic Con next year. We'll meet down there and have dinner. Yes, or something. you can have my twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go next. I guess we'll just go straight down the line. Go ahead and hit Start me with the, the timer there. 
And I'm going to promote, uh, because I was kind of bummed we were going to try to do this podcast and launch it last week, and if we had done that, we would have been able to talk about Justice League number oh, one. Nice. And so I'm going to do that for a minute because I really liked that book. Um, it's by Brian Hitch and Tony Daniel, and I, I was somewhat unfamiliar with Hitch's writing until he did his JLA run, which is still not done. It's got to be resolicited, but I really enjoyed that run. Um, I think that dude's a scribe. I think he's a perfect replacement for Jeff Johns. I I, mean, I know we kind of feel the same about that. Yeah, I could see it. Um, I And also Tony Daniel is one of my favorite artists at DC. Um, I judge an artist by how good they can draw the entire Justice League, and he's, <laughs> he's one dude that oh, I think every character makes, you know, he just makes them look awesome. So if you have not picked up Justice League number one by Brian Hitch and Tony Daniel, you don't even need the Rebirth issue, but you can get that. It's good to get that book. Does he have copies? Yes. All right. Roger has copies. Huh. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll take, I'll give that another read and see if I can find <laughs> something that I like in that book. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to make sure that you know, for you know, we're we're looking ahead at what books we're going to review, both for comics and graphic novels, and I'm trying to make sure that that I have these in stock for you uh, at Horizon Comics. So heck yeah, cool. And if and if I don't, I'll get them in as fast as I can. Johnny, on Johnny. the clock. All right, so uh, I'm just going to promote uh, this podcast, the All Star Comics podcast. Mm. Uh, you know, you will. You can listen to it every week. We have uh, two podcasts. It's a review show and a preview of what's going to come out, uh, you know, that uh, week. So you can get excited for all the comics that you're uh, that you can potentially buy and read and enjoy. And uh, you know what we we enjoyed, uh, like these three books that we just reviewed and this um, graphic novel that we're going to review in a few minutes. Uh, yeah, so just uh, listen in, uh, watch, you know, tune in, watch. Uh, subscribe to the podcast uh, I think you guys will really enjoy it cool beans yeah hopefully we'll have um, at some point maybe a live Facebook feed but we'll have videos up on on uh, YouTube on, uh, YouTube <laughs> and iTunes right yeah, iTunes shooting yeah. for the, shooting yeah. for the iTunes Podbean. subscription stuff alright alright well that's going to bring us to our graphic novel review this week we are reviewing Paper Girls Volume 1 Matt's got it up there. Um, by the notorious BKV. BKV, <laughs> the, best, BK Vaughn, the best writer yeah. in comics right One of the, now. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he took a break um, for, a, for a while after Why the Last Man, but when he came yeah. back, he just went so sorry. hard. It's just yeah. like... Well, yeah, because no, I think he's doing TV, right? Yeah, yeah he did Lost. Yeah. He was producer he lost? on Lost. For three yeah. seasons, he's on Lost. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He, he just that, came back came and he's like, the end of like the saga... Uh, volume one or issue one he was like hey yeah no i'm i'm done with all my tv stuff uh-huh. i'm gonna focus on writing comics and his goal was like to make everybody sick of him yeah, yeah. So. And I, he's gonna have to try a lot yeah. harder yeah. and do a he's lot crappier job yeah. for, for those who have friends that are not comic book fans give them a brian cave on comic and they, and and they will instantly that's, enjoy yeah. that's the draw yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> he, did, he doesn't really do superheroes it's all this odd kind of niche his own characters yeah, yeah. his own mm-hmm. storytelling but yeah well, um, if you're, if you're gonna give him a copy of saga make sure they're over 18 yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. that is an adult it's, book all the way yeah <laughs> um somewhat for this too uh just mainly because of the language in this book, but other than that, it's 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 about a four fun teenage book. girls. But that's how we yeah. talk back in the seventies. I'm telling you, it's in the eighties. Uh, the eighties. Uh, to quote the book, it, it, they lived up. They lived in an effed up time. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't really have to work to become you know this way. It was it was just it was a sign of the times. Right. Yeah. 
Well, uh, the let's go ahead and jump into to reviewing Volume One. It's the, I believe the first five or six issues of this. Uh, yeah. The artist on this is actually one of my other favorite artists. I have a lot of favorite artists. Chang? 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 Cliff Chang. Cliff Chang. Cliff Chang. Cliff Chang. He did a Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman run that was amazing oh, gotcha. with Brian Azzarello. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think his art really fits the tone of, of oh, this. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. fun book. It's a fun, weird book. Very uh, interesting. It, and it yeah. just keeps getting weirder. But it, it, <laughs> By the it, issue. Well, here, okay, so I've got, I've got a challenge. You heard uh, now that my canned... You yeah, know, uh, set up for for East of West. Yeah, when I get you know rough my, plot. When I when I have to when yeah. I have to pitch a book to people and I've got ten seconds, that's what I do. How do you? Can you do that yes. with this book? Stand by Go. me meets Back to the Future with a supernatural twist. Boom. Teenage girls in the eighties. Teenage girls in the eighties <laughs> delivering papers, yeah. get smoking camels, <laughs> yeah. and talking crap to each other, <laughs> and get sucked right? into a time yeah. vortex. They're like and have to 14, fight 13, 14. No, they're twelve. They're twelve. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aaron, Aaron is twelve. Uh-huh. They're all twelve. Are they all? I yeah, thought the yeah, older. Yeah. There's one, the older one. She's the older Mackenzie? one. Mackenzie. Yeah. She. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't. Mm, I'm pretty sure because she was doing 12. it a year before. Maybe. Well, she had the paper. She had the, she had the paper. paper yeah, okay. Maybe there so, are those. Um, same age. Great, great cast of characters. All unique. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, very. Right. Mackenzie definitely kind of more of the. I guess for lack Tom of a better term, yeah, yeah tomboy Tom um, likes to call. You can tell take she no kind of likes to, yeah, <laughs> likes to take the or call the shots to everybody. Yeah, um, Aaron is the new girl, um, you know, and then we got KJ and and Tiffany that yeah. kind of are the 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 two that are kind of wa- watching right. you know, everything go on and like yeah, wait 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 they'll get developed in the next yeah. trade. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, this so, this definitely covers the first story arc. So yes. first five issues, yeah. right? First five. So uh, we mentioned Cliff Chang's uh, art, which is amazing. Uh, I just want to point out a specific panel uh, here, probably um, around issue three, where Erin, uh, uh, correct, mm-hmm. uh, is having this uh, dream because she's just been uh, shot. Uh, well. Know, let, real quick, she, the book starts with her having a dream, and there's a couple of sequences right. where she right. goes yeah. back into it. So there's right. there's some outlying themes that that Brian K. Vaughn kind of weaves through this book. So but, this but, is, I believe, the second or third dream sequence that comes in. So right. go ahead. Um, well, she, in this dream sequence, she's with Reagan in the pumpkin patch, and it's actually an homage to uh, Charlie Brown. Where the next panel down, if you see her face, she has the Charlie Brown frown. <laughs> and, and which I, I just I n- barely noticed that on my that's second read. That's, that's yeah. awesome, yeah. and and that's really great. Uh, a very a testament of you know Cliff Chang's uh, ability. Work. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of the things I want another nod to the time. <laughs> I mean that. Yeah, hey. yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. One of the other things I wanted to point out too is this is one of those books that makes you appreciate a colorist. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that's really easy to kind of overlook. Yeah. A lot of times, the inkers and the colors are the unsung heroes of this industry. <laughs> Matt Wilson, True. absolutely. But Matt Wilson is a beast on this because Cliff Chang's art is great by itself and would definitely set the tone and, and be able to tell the story. But you have this bold color palette, by I guess you would say, that makes all the weird parts feel weirder. Yeah. 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 Um, I that was one of the first times I really took notice of, of somebody doing a great job selecting just the colors yeah, for yeah. a book. Definitely yeah. using purples and blues and, and then neons. When, a lot of e- neons. Exactly. Yeah. But when when he does something alien, he does these vibrant and and bright colors like this uh you know, green monster. It just stands out with all the other palette, you know, mm-hmm. being purple and blue. On purpose. Even when they first <laughs> yeah. get kind of transported into this alternate 
version of their neighborhood. <laughs> the sky's pink on exactly. Halloween yeah. morning. Yeah, Hall- yeah it's, Halloween morning. It Halloween? It's like four a.m. Right, 4 five a.m. All Saints Day. Right. Yeah, it would be November first. November first, right? yeah. 1st. Right. So that's kind of. But kids like, are still trick or treating, yeah, coming home. Out, out yeah. curfew, as, yeah. they're, as they're often said. Smashing pumpkins. One of the things I love is with a lot of times the the four main characters, they they kind of are still at that age of like you boys, you teenagers. Right. But they kind of like, oh, that yeah. guy's cute, but ew. Yeah. So there's a lot of that, which is done really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which you know, I I dig uh, the tone of that. The other thing that I noticed reading through this graphic novel. Um, for the, I guess the second time you'd say, there's yeah. an apple in almost every chapter. Not necessarily like the, yeah. like the Apple computers right. thing, but the the, the oh, so dropping some major symbolism. Yeah, symbolism for stuff. I mean, I've gotten the Apple logo. Yeah, the Apple uh, logo is you know, there, but there's times, in the Reagan then, sequence. There's yeah. a, a shot apple, apple right? <laughs> um, in the very first couple pages. Oh, she's well, holding an apple. Yeah, because it was the whole reference to Eve. In, yeah, in temptation. That, wow. Yeah, that first dream. Yeah, that's right. a good catch. And, and then, the and yeah. then, the, he says something about you, you. You weren't supposed to. Yeah, eat from the tree, the, tree, tree of knowledge. Yeah. yeah, right. And but on top of that, near the end of the book, there's there's this weird old guy that apparently is abducting everybody in the town right, and putting right. them in stasis. I thought yeah. they got people were getting disintegrated at first, but they're being <laughs> transported. Uh, to whatever to dimension, yeah. place that this old guy who wears public enemy shirts, <laughs> you know, right, right, which is right. great. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> uh, he's apparently kidnapping everybody and putting him in this in stasis. But yeah. at the in the last issue, instead of wearing uh, a band t shirt or whatever, he's got an Apple Records shirt. You know? oh, so yet again, another. Catch. And I don't know the symbolism really, there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we understand the symbolism in the first issue. I don't quite know why in every issue there tends to be something related to that but maybe they're tying or going towards the whole adam and eve type thing so i, I mean i don't know if you guys yeah. uh, know this but brian k vaughn uh, lately has always had um uh, issues with technology he was off twitter for for years and yeah you know, he say, does snail mail he doesn't do email exactly. for all of his family yeah because uh, he doesn't like you know what technology is doing to people i mean uh his other book the private private with marcos martin before you say that's funny though that he's putting out only digital only comics though technology the whole private eye with marcos martin is a story about you know everybody loses their identity so they have to wear right. masks you know it it, it maybe this is showing, you know, a, a fear of uh, technology, of new technology, which could also be when the, the cloud with bursts. Apple and Apple yeah. Records. Yeah, I could see could it. Be. Could yeah. be. I mean, there's definitely a couple of things like when Tiffany has her life flash before her eyes and she realizes how much she spent of it on Pong. Yeah. Oh, man, I was um, just going right, to bring that. Right. You stole that from me. <laughs> so while you open to the page. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, it I was me, so. Yes, exactly. He, she was, um, her name's Tiffany? I thought that was uh, KJ. No, KJ is the girl that carries the shillelagh. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Tiffany is about to be killed you know and her life uh, flashes before her eyes and you see like uh, through Christmas it's two and pages New Year's, of panels it's of her three, playing Pong it's actually yeah. four yeah. pages <laughs> wow. of, of just her playing that video game and later she admits that she should have uh, stopped when you know she was <laughs> she stuck, stuck at level 23 yeah. <laughs> which, back, which back. is just great Back in that time, I can attest to the addictiveness. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I got hours, yeah. hours, and hours. Oh, my, uh, these my, days it takes a little bit more. Mine was Snake. I'd sit on Snake, snake. forever and just like, oh, crap, it started over. <laughs> no, but I, I really like this book. It, yeah. The character development is great. The art is great. Storytelling is great. The story is super interesting. Can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked on this book. Everything for, uh, about for it. For anybody that doesn't have this, mm. 
uh, you know, Image Comics does this thing with uh, the first trades of, of yep. most of their books for most, like ninety percent of their trades. Yeah. Which not which all. Is, it is a deal it, to it, get. And at the, at the shop, what is it at the shop here? Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. You cannot beat off that. All graphic novels. You cannot beat time. that. Pick Come this on. up if you haven't read it yet. Pick this if up. If you're interested in how weird and bananas this story sounds, <laughs> pick it up. It's, yeah. it's worth you, ten bucks. Really, look at the spines. You really shouldn't have a problem finding this on the shelf. <laughs> it's neon, neon color. Thank you, uh, Matt Wilson. Yeah, yeah no. definitely. It's great. Uh, definitely a, a must must read for anybody. Doing, are we doing scores? Are we? Yeah, you want to? Yeah. Uh, four, four and a half. Four and a half for the first volume. First volume. Solid. It was almost perfect. Almost I would, perfect. <laughs> I I would agree. Four and a half. I, I would agree. I think it's um, it's four four and a half. I'd, yeah. probably, I'd probably go to go to four and a half. I would too. Um, yeah. I, I I really like it. It's a solid issue, and where they've where they come back from at the yeah. cliffhanger of this yeah, is definitely. really interesting. I'm not, I haven't read it yet. No, so, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. But right. um, <laughs> definitely four to four and a half as yeah. well for just the contained story of. Setting up everything, right? 2.5? No, you go that crazy. No, I'm. Uh, I'm going to give this a, a four just because the, the first read through, uh, I read. I'm not. You know, I wasn't born in the '80s. <laughs> Neither was I. And I, know, was I, I don't know. I don't know much about it, you guys. But this book is really great about explaining. You know, simple little things, and mm-hmm. and I know. You know, through uh, osmosis or, or whatever, the, uh, what all this stuff means. But I was a little confused through the first read through because I didn't. I had no idea what was going on. I was like <laughs> these teenagers and well, adults. But but definitely, uh, it's a great read. You know, just just because of, of that. Because I really wanted to know more about this uh, world that Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang uh, have created. Yeah. So yeah. definitely well, Brian, a, a solid Brian, four. Brian Vaughn definitely has a way of keeping you off balance mm-hmm. through the story and it, like he did it with soggy did it with why the last man he certainly does it with this book and i think that's where going back and rereading it actually helps you uh, you know absorb the story more definitely because you're not you you you're not thrown off balance by some of the things that happen no i yeah i agree cool. yeah so all right um definitely a must get for anybody you know that likes the things that um Jonathan have has mentioned. Yeah, just weird Stand by me. bananas yeah. type yeah. storytelling. Um, that is going to be it. You can like us, uh, Horizon Comics, actually, not just us, but yeah. Horizon yeah. Comics on Facebook. You can follow us at uh, Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and be sure to join us next week. All Star Comics. We right. do our. Or actually, not next week, but coming on up. Uh, we'll, probably, we'll probably post on Sunday. I think episode. Uh, we'll call it one point five. Which preview, is the episode preview episode where we're yeah. going to kind of talk about what's coming out, not what's already been out, and review it. So, uh, join us for that. Thank you, guys. Bye. Good night.